It's an iron mongered murder piece of shit. I'm so lonely. Right, welcome to the Bullfrog Pod with me, Mike, and we've got Ben and Max here, and this is all to do with Mike Foster Fitness, so as you can probably guess, it's all about fitness, the body, sports, or anything that kind of takes our fancy. Um, the whole point of it is to hopefully entertain, inform, and hopefully you learn something along the way. Um, so a bit about me, Mike, I, I'm a PT, I've been a PT of Ben's and Max's for what seems absolutely bloody ages, um, but We've just gone through a transformation. We've been working together quite a long time. And we've all grown to have good friendships. And we just wanted to start this pod. As Mike says, I'm Max. I've been training with him, even though he says what seems like forever. I was actually thinking about this the other day. I think it's just coming up to two years so, yeah. or so. I think it's sort of September, October time. It's 20... when I was in pure gym. Right? Yeah, it's 2020 when I started with you. Been with him for two years or so and was in Bromsgrove, now in Old Hill. 27, yeah. Pucker, top man. One of the few things I'm not called. <laughs> <laughs> Go on then, Ben. He's Go back. It, He's good, we. Feel good better. Oh, Shake it right. Relieved. <laughs> <laughs> so, I am Ben. Um, I'm also a client of Mike's. Also, I think, for about two years. Back, back, in, the, back in the Pure Gym days. Um, I live in Bromsgove. Come from Cornwall. I've got... All right, Barbara. Just ten fingers and toes. <laughs> <laughs> no webbing, no webbing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm an accountant. So it's essentially a PT with an accountant and financial admin. Yeah, yeah and they don't advise me spot. on anything. <laughs> it's a very niche market you've got. I was going to say. Is. I've actually yeah. got about five or six and accountants. And, really? And, well, yeah, I've got oh, loads, wow. loads of them. The PT passing fitness advice and the accountant and the admin doing nothing for your finances. Yeah, helping me spend the money. The only thing we're doing for your finances is giving you our money. My yeah. foster accountant fitness. <laughs> this first podcast is going to be about transformations and... <laughs> Don't worry, Max is just fuming Sunderland and beating Bristol City. Oh, I'm just watching my bets slip go down the tubes, nothing new. <laughs> Yeah, we've just done, well, say just done, it's a couple of months ago now, we've done a photo shoot and that was all a bit of a transformation for all three of us from different perspectives. Um, Max was from a perspective of putting weight on, building muscle, and so his mates have now coined him as the 300 Spartan. Um, <laughs> One thing then, I never thought I'd ever be called in my lifetime. <laughs> Uh, for myself, for myself, uh, being a PT, I thought I was in good nick, um, but I've lost three and a half stone to get myself my first ever six pack. Um, it's gone back to a beer keg, but now I've, I know I've had one. Um, ben, you had, you went through more. It's kind of lean mass gain and lean yeah, muscle. Yeah, I think I was, I was always well, like you really. You think you think you're okay. You think you're in in decent nick, but actually when you push comes to show and you really test yourself you realise actually maybe I wasn't so yeah. good well we played football didn't we yeah mm-hmm. we were yeah. always like oh yeah we're quite fit like we were all doing PT and training and <clears throat> all that we played five a side and it was like bloody hard it was a good workout I mean, gen- and then you look at it and go shit we were really quite unfit and <laughs> quite out of shape I mean generally I, was, I know it was when I was at uni and I graduated for a few years now but I was playing sort of badminton four times a week football three times a week cardio fitness it was the fittest I've been amongst mm. all the takeaways and drinking excessively <laughs> you thought I'd have been ruined but I was honest I was honestly cardio fitness probably the fittest I've been mm. and then as you say we started the football on the five aside and you think yeah fitness you know I'm generally quite fit now but strength fitness is a lot different to cardio fitness which sounds yeah. obvious but until I actually did it it was that was when it hit me like oh god yeah it's, <laughs> it's very hard to get that happy medium isn't it yeah ex- like, exactly we're not crossfitters exactly we try to do a little bit we're not crossfitters mm-hmm. we can't do it all now I'm um, at a point where I hate cardio fitness. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bloody all running. Ugh. No, so um, we're going to talk about each of our kind of transformations, how, what kind of where we were when we were going into it, um, and kind of our journey throughout from start to finish. Like we did, obviously changes of um, 
diet. We did all, well, certainly we did shit like I think we did very similar programs, didn't we? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, ben, we did the same. Yeah. You did very similar. Yeah. Um, it was a bit of a hybrid of strength and conditioning, cardio. But we're just going to talk about how we went through it and then our feelings on the day where after we'd been doing, what was it, um, like cycling of <laughs> leads are 2 one up against Wolves. <laughs> the baggy among us is jumping for joy. That's not even bed slip, that's just good Albion. Carry on. <laughs> um, I can't remember what I was saying. Oh yeah, um, about cycling with um, dehydration. Um, in the 24 hours leading up to the shoot and so on and so forth so it we'll go over that and we'll kind of be ask each other questions um, first of all I'll ask a question how was the whole 18 16 weeks for you with me telling you what to do and telling you how much to eat and drink Obviously, for you, Max, it was a bit more alcohol-based. Yeah. <laughs> just, just to clarify, I don't have a drinking problem. <laughs> I'm just one of these people who... The only problem he has, he hasn't got a drink in his hand at the moment. Correct. <laughs> just finished it. Now, as you say, like, don't get me wrong, playing in a pool league on Tuesday, Wednesday night, it's a pub league. It's like, when you're surrounded by it, it's like, just have a beer here and there. So I'd have two, three beers on those nights. And then weekends, if I'm meeting with mates, because I... I know it makes me sound like, oh, Mr. Popular, but it's I just do generally have a lot of friend groups. Obviously, you meet up a lot with old mates from uni when you meet up for weekends. Yeah. There was, you know, there's generally always a few drinks involved. So, the, the yeah, the big thing for me was, like, I really need to cut back on points, really. Mm. I still wanted to obviously enjoy myself, but just switching away from points. I'm at a point now where I do still like drinking, you know, beer, lager, whatever. Mm. But I'm not as fussed about it as I was since I've switched from it. You know, I know it's now... Like when I'm playing pool and I'll have cans of Diet Coke and just things like that. And even nights out, even small silly things, like rather than beer, I'll just have light spirits and Diet Pop. It sounds stupid, but small changes like that yeah. definitely play towards a difference. Yeah. It's so, a different perspective as well, because yeah. me being my job, and Ben, you've got, got a missus, but no attachments. You, single man, mm-hmm. going from it, having a lot of um, groups in which you're part of. Mm-hmm. Different perspective from us. Mm-hmm. So, and from there's a lot of people that can kind of sympathise and kind of relate to that. Yeah. In the way of, oh, I can still do it and have a beer. Yeah. Really? What is this? It is literally that. It's the, it's the cliche of you can have whatever you like, but in moderation, and it is genuinely that. Mm. It's just switching, you know, people like, how did you, you know, oh, I couldn't give up chips, I couldn't give up this, I couldn't give up pizza. It's like, you, you don't have to, just don't have it every day. Yeah, exactly. As I say, it sounds like cliche, simple things, but it wasn't that difficult to switch from, and it doesn't take, to me, I don't know about you two, it didn't take long for it to set in with me either. It's like, once I hadn't done it for a week, I wasn't too phased yeah. about not having certain things. Mm. It didn't phase me, I wasn't like, had got the craving or the munch for it. I was yeah. quite happy with where yeah. I was going with it. It's difficult, I think, as well, being British, isn't it? Because we're there's an expectation that everything revolves around booze. So yeah, you go Tea out and, and you have, you have, <laughs> everything we do is like it's to do with drink, isn't it? Like yeah, we go out, we drink, we stay at home, maybe you have a drink. It's very alcohol based. So doing something like this, mm. being British, yeah. is inherently, I think, a little bit difficult. Mm-hmm. But it's not a case of but it's not teetotal. But no, it? no, no. You haven't got to give everything up. You haven't got to just say, right, oh, I can't have that for eighteen weeks. Mm. Same as fast Chip. food, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's life is about moderation. Having one it? big blowout doesn't undo weeks and weeks worth of work. If you exactly. go on an absolute mad one on a Saturday, that doesn't mean oh, that's it. Four weeks of hard work is mm. undone. It's not that at all. Yeah, because let's face it, you're not going to overeat. An absolute shed load. Like you're not going to do in one night. You're going to have ten thousand calories, mm-hmm. which you have a fair few with beers and a kebab or whatever at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. But let's face it, at the end of the week, if you've been in a calorie deficit and then you go back to a calorie deficit, oh no, one night's not going to hurt. Like my missus, she lost all that weight uh, for the shoot as well, and she was having McDonald's and just oh better note down how much that is on my fitness pal mm-hmm. and she went okay the fat's quite high 
I just have a little less fat tomorrow. Um, my calories are a little high. Oh no, I'll just have slightly fewer tomorrow and slightly fewer the day after. Well, she's fine. Well, I had, a, I had a couple of definite. I think weekends where I had a stag, definitely had a stag do. Yeah, and I think there was a couple yeah. of other mm. like weekends away where it was all beer centric. Mm. I think rather than just say, well, it's, it's a blowout and then I've ruined everything. Mm. Really, for me anyway, looking at the scales and the numbers after the event, there was no change. I mean, like it's, and any any sort of minor weight fluctuation was that just that it was a fluctuation, and it lasts for a day or so. Yeah. And then as long as you were keeping within the calories of what we had, yeah, there was there was there was just no issue with it. In, um, in, in hindsight, you look back, it's quite easy. I think, from from my point of view, like up, up start, until up until daunting. like yeah, yeah. At up, the start, it was daunting because you're looking at it going, oh, God's sake, it's like twenty two hundred. To start with, to start with, for me it was daunting because obviously I'd never had a PT or done anything like it. Been sort of yeah. told how to control my intake and what I was having and just eating a certain limit. And then once you get that limit, yeah. you're done. To me, it was it wasn't just something I took to straight away. Mm. But as you say, once you get it into your routine, and even if you there are some days where you think this is struggle after like the first week or whatever, you just got to stick with it. And eventually, once you stick with it, it just becomes routine and ritual. Yeah. Which is what it's become with me now. I mean, I've probably had the same breakfast now every day for about, <laughs> I don't know, the last 12, 18 months purely because yeah. it's, it's easier to do. Isn't exactly. Once you got your thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just stick with it. Yeah. So for you, Ben, um, you came because you can't see us here at the moment, even though our camera is knackered. Um, Ben's a lot shorter than us, so his caloric demands are a lot different. How did you find going from what you were eating to what you then had to go to eat? How much of a difference was that? Yeah, a lot. If you don't track calories, you don't realise, and it's so easy to just overeat. Mm. And you say to yourself, well, I probably am eating 2,000 calories. And in reality, you're probably eating closer to three. So to be set, I think mine was 1,800 to start with. When you sort of have to plan it out, meal by meal, week by week, you do realise... A, you don't have to be so restrictive, but B, you've got to be, you've got to be careful. And there's a lot of forward planning, I think. Mm. That, that's the key, really, with a lot of it, is, is thinking ahead, thinking, how can I use X calories for me? How can I use that wisely yeah. and, and get what I need in? And for sure, it was tough. I mean, I'm sure all of us was tough, but mm. for the first just couple of weeks, it's hard to get your head around. If you haven't done it before, mm. it's certainly daunting. But I mean, that's what... That's, like, that's the whole thing. That's what you, yeah. Well, like, for me, I went... I was always tracking, but I was kidding myself that I was bulking mm. as such. I, I just got fat. I'd the, use the it as an excuse. Bulk. Yeah, I was, I was just using it as an excuse to be a greedy git, mainly. And I think that's what too many people do when they diet. They go, oh, I'm... I'm I've got it in the bag, I can have this, I can have that. And especially when you've got things like Slimming World telling you one thing and Weight Watchers telling you another and all that bullshit that's going on. You know, it's it swings and roundabouts because you're going, where do I go? What do I do? And then, bang, it was like, shit. I've got this amount I've got to eat mm-hmm. and I've got to stick to it. And for me, having a deadline in the photo shoot was way better than just going, I'm just going to get in shape, I'm just going to be fit, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, blah, 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 blah. No, it was totally different. Because I'd always said every football season would come around, pre-season, I'd get really super fit. Mm. First game of the season, I'm going to be fit as a fiddle. But Saturday night, with three kids, well, two kids, mm-hmm. at, uh, before Flynn was born, um, it was takeaway night. Oh, I can't believe to cook tonight. Oh, let's have a takeaway with Uber Eats and Just Eat mm. and Deliveroo and all that, it gets so easy to fall mm. into that trap. And then you... I so it's, those, it's those four classic words, isn't it? I'll start on Monday. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And the worst thing is, it's so easily accessible and you easily forget about it. Like, mm-hmm. you'll forget, oh, I had half a tub of Pringles. So you're just picking at it as you go by. It's just a habit of going, I'll have a bit of that or I'll have a chocolate bar on the go. And you forget about it. You don't track it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll put it in later shit I can't do it but then when you're forced into that I've got to be rein it in you kind of look at it and go shit I can't do that I can't do that I've got to I've got to scan this in if I'm going to have it I've got to scan it and I'm not saying like for every weight loss plan you have to have 
be like super strict like we were. But as long as you're within it, like, mm. I give it a lot of people very similar. Everybody has similar kind of calorie needs, deficit surpluses. But it's always like if you go 100 over, don't worry too much. Just go 100, 100 under next time, like next day. Mm-hmm. But it, if you keep on going that like 100 over, 100 over, and then oh, it's all right, I'll go another 100 over. And you think, then you start snacking and forgetting. It ends up being a right shit show. Because that's how I got to where I did. It's like, oh, I'm working off. I like training. I train hard. And it never works. Because let's face it, training doesn't do, doesn't do the calorie burn. Mm-hmm. It's everything you do. Extra. Like we were sort of saying, we've got to go out and do 10K, 15K um, steps a day. Mm-hmm. Got to keep walking. Got to keep active. We, I know me and you... Um, Fitbit, it was like, oh, you've done 20 thousand. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, man, I've done 22 today. Then it's like, oh, Ben's walked to and from his PT session and he's done a shitload of cycling and whatnot. Oh, Ben's won. Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really quite shite about myself. Hey, to me, it's actually quite interesting hearing that perspective because you say you've been PT for how long now? How long have you been? Uh, I'm off 17 years. That's what I mean. Like, full time, seven, eight years. That's what I mean. Seven, eight years of full time and 17 year total, obviously, because obviously I was just an admin and said I've only been doing it sort of two years. It was quite new to me hearing, as you say, just eating and thinking, oh, I can just work it off, and that it wasn't necessarily having that effect. It's actually, as you say, it mm. shows that it's not just people like me and Ben that just have to go right strict on like. From your perspective, you do it. You were doing workouts and everything daily, mm. and you still weren't necessarily seeing the results by by your own admission. I, I was I was actually getting bigger. I was getting fatter, and I was thinking, oh, I'm strong. And I was lifting big. I was doing 200 kg deadlifts from one rep. I was squatting big numbers. I was mm-hmm. doing big numbers. And like you see Eddie Hall when he did his um, his deadlift, he wasn't ripped, was he? No. He was. If anything, you'd say people were looking at him and go, he's chubby. I wouldn't say to him if he walked in. I would never say that to oh, him. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he's, he was big. And look at Thor Bjornsson when he did it. Wouldn't it call was, him chubby either. No, I'd say it from a, a distance <laughs> with a megaphone. <laughs> but they, they were huge. They weren't rips. No. Big, big guys because that takes so many calories to get that kind of strength. I was, I was hitting big numbers because I was chunky. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that now. Because back then I was like 100 kilos. Now I'm 86, 87. I'm still doing one, I think, what do we do? 140, 150 mm-hmm. for deadlifts? For 10 reps? But that is it. We couldn't do any more than that. I think that was probably our limit. And bench press, we've obviously got a lot more in us. But, you know, once you get leaner, you're not, your lifts aren't necessarily going to be big, but you're still going to get strong. You don't need to. And I, I convinced myself I was strong and in good shape because I was lifting big numbers. That's what a lot of people do. They think, oh, I'll work out, I'll lift some good numbers. Well, to me, I don't, I don't know about your perspective on it, but to me, strong is just what depends on your physique and, you know, it's just you against yourself. Because obviously, like, as you said, just you've got Eddie Hall who's built like a concrete block. Yeah. His idea, oh, he lifts that much, he's really strong. And it's like, well, so if not, if we can't lift that much, does that mean we're not? It's not necessarily that. Obviously, like when I first started, let's face it, I'd... I was basically made of pipe cleaners. <laughs> Let's not hide from it. <laughs> but, yeah, but the amount I do, like I'm forcing myself and it's a struggle to get through, whereas comparatively to you, Mike, that might well be just sort of a warm-up rep, but I'm not, first I'm not like, oh, if I'm not lifting that, I'm not strong. It's what you can manage yourself. Mm-hmm. So as you say, strong is sort of, to me personally, it's just the perspective in terms of sort of your own weight and that yeah. physique, really. Unfortunately, comparison is a thief of joy. I said it on a couple of my Instagram posts. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're comparing to someone who's been, or so, someone going new into the gym and seeing someone lifting big, and you're going, oh, I want to lift that. How long will it take? That person might have been training for five, six years, 10 years, 20 years. Well, it's like when we were in the five years. I want to do it yesterday. Well, I'm not And that's what we did from the transformation. Like, we built it up. We did some testing to start with, didn't we? Mm-hmm. With the lifts, and then with the cardio, like 2K row, 30 30 row. There's a bit of running, we didn't do too much of that. Um, but yeah, we tested ourselves and it, the, the, they were vast, differently, vastly different. Like you, I remember you quite often saying about my rowing numbers, Ben, to yours. 
Yeah. You're gonna how the hell am I doing that? Like I was doing. But you were you were like um, 500 meter murder, wasn't it? So we were doing. It was 500 meters. Every then rest for the same amount of time. Then 500 yeah. meters. We're doing it five times. Yeah. So your last 500 meter row was like still quicker than my fastest ever 500 meter time. And as you brightly pointed out, you have longer legs, longer arms. Yeah. Exactly. So the muscle. Like, yeah. I, I've got a bigger a stroke bigger rate. Yeah. So you're what four foot one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On a good day. Yeah. <laughs> um, when it's warm. Yeah. Um, telescope. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not going to have a huge like stroke rate. You're going to be for every stroke you're doing three. I'm probably doing one, which goes to it's, it's probably you know with your um, private time as well. But <laughs> but you know it's I'm going for one rep or well, one row. You're doing three, so I'm washing out. And I think I got down to like twenty two strokes per minute towards the end. Mm which was bloody hard going. But because we had focused on it, and I was just, I was still getting 145 per 500, wasn't I? Yeah. And you would hit it, you'd got up to 140, I think you were similar with your fastest. Yeah. You were getting like 140s, 140, 145s. Yeah, I think one, one four, one four five, one four four was my quickest. Mm. But then yeah. it's, it's one of them where you can't, you cannot compare anyway, because everybody's different. So the transformation was vastly different, because from your perspective, Max, you're a lot smaller than I am. I'm more broad. Mm-hmm. You come from like a, a body type of an ectomorph, which for those of you who don't know, is someone who is natu- doesn't naturally hold fat or anything. Is quite skinny. Thank you, because I didn't know what that meant either. <laughs> um, so yeah, you're mm-hmm. an ectomorph. Yeah. You come from, and it's harder for ectomorph to put on muscle. So to come from where you went to to where you did get to, mm-hmm. 300 Spartan level, according to your mates. It's, it's completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I'm a, what I would call a mesomorph, where I'm broader, more athletic, build, and I put on muscle easier. But I kind of, I, I just really get and I eat shit loads and put on weight quick. I think that was one of the first things I said to you when I first started. I was like, I could literally have a diet of 20,000 calories a day and I still wouldn't put weight on. I'm still blessed with that until... That's going to come off the rails at some point. I'm going to have that cut. Years old. I'm going to have that. Three, I've got three more years yet. I'm going to have that curry, have those few beers, and then it's not going to leave me. Mm. So, but yeah, you, so that's the thing. People. But I think that's what made the transform and the photo shoot. Again, the number of different perspectives, as you say, for just putting forward like here's where you can get to from different angles. It's not sort of there's only one form that can get there. It doesn't matter where you start. You can get to a point you want to. Well, not everybody is blessed with a men's health body or to be able to get a men's health body mm-hmm. and unfortunately men's health funnel that and it's great to look good on a, a photo again I've looked hard on I look great mm-hmm. and like let's face it Alan who did it with us and he's probably going to be listening at some point um, even the photographer was calling him Mr Big <laughs> yeah <laughs> he looks in incredible shape that's for Alan he's got a different body type to all of us Bastard doing sit-ups in his sleep, Christ. <laughs> He's and you know he went from being a dad of twin girls to being a gym bro, who was obsessed with pre-workout, <laughs> creatine, and everything. Just to clarify, he is still a dad of two. Yes, <laughs> he didn't kill them off to make sure he got ribs. <laughs> but you know we all like diet-wise. Then what kind did you two go to? To my my go-to was Huel and Ben. You. You've banged the after effects of that. It was quite brutal. So did them once. Yeah, <laughs> not my own after effects. Your after effects. Yeah, my after effects. Yeah. It was it was quite horrific, wasn't it? It was, it was his own pre-workout in itself. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what what did you two kind of go to? I know the last week was all chicken rice veg and chicken and broccoli. Mm-hmm. But before that, what was your kind of I think, plan for diet? I think one of the main things I switched up and started doing was protein shakes because I'd never really had them before, and I thought it's the cliche go-to. So. May as well start with it, you know, four or five hundred mil and scoop of powder, mm. just classic go-to. Well, really, that was the big. I was constantly barking at you, wasn't I? Protein, protein, mm-hmm. protein. Don't worry about carbs and fats. Make sure just they don't go over. Protein. Get protein to start with, and obviously the easiest way to do it is protein shakes. It's on, yeah. it's literally on the label. So mm. as I say, that was the main thing I switched up, and I was there was a point where I was having two of those a day, and yeah, there's only almost going through a liter of milk a day was getting rough. <laughs> it was rough. <laughs> What about you, Ben? What's your go-to? It's difficult. I, I mean, I, I try to do it very cleanly from sort of 
I know we, we really ne- we sort of narrowed it down to what four weeks out, three or four weeks four out, four or five weeks out. We but I think really a lot, even for, I think for ten or so weeks, I was just trying to sort of have porridge and protein, have a protein sauce at lunch, maybe like a salad or you know chicken, fish. Then same in the evening before we really went crazy with chicken, rice, and broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I don't know. It was. Just trying to get lean meat sources in, I guess, really. Um, Do you use many supplements? Uh, no, not no. I only really used protein powder. That was only for porridge, really, and like the occasional shake where, you know, some days didn't permit that. But um, For me, did not touch one supplement. Mm-hmm. a whole lot. Um, I've got creatine, I've got protein powder, I've got mass gainer if I really wanted it. Didn't touch it. I just made sure that I got everything I, I wanted from the diet. And of course, when you have vegetables, your vitamin A, B, C, D, all that stuff, it's bang on. All the vitamins and minerals you could ever need, protein with chicken was bang on. The thing is, I could never get any of my carbs because I was on so much vegetables. Mm-hmm. So when you're getting the rice, still, you still can't get any of that bloody near it. And with chicken, rice, veg, chicken, rice, veg, in the last four weeks, it, it was getting monotonous. I was having porridge with... You know, I was having like pro, um, I was having huel things. I was having protein monk cakes and pancakes, all these things from you could technically call them supplements. From yeah. My protein, but they were food, proper food. It's really, well, I just didn't get, I couldn't get the inward carbs or fats. And then mm-hmm. when we went chicken and broccoli, that was brutal because the fats were so low, carbs were so low that. Just feeling lethargic. The last couple of days was the hardest. I think the hardest thing I've ever you've ever got, done. You've got yeah. nothing to sort of re-energize yourself. <clears throat> yeah, you, you're running purely on your fat stores, and the energy you've got is so low because you're not having rice anymore. Mm-hmm. You're having minimal, and it yeah. is lean meats and veg to get yourself down to fighting weight. And I, I like my missus. She's constantly saying. She constantly says, "I look skinny." in my face, around my neck. But in my body, I looked lean. I still probably could have lost, I reckon I could have lost another half stone. I reckon I still had enough to get rid of, but I still looked, I think I looked the best I've ever had. Personally, I think I looked the best I've ever looked Ooh, in my adult well, that's life. that's the point of it, wasn't it? That was and it was, I got the lightest I've ever been as an adult. And you did the same, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what was insane is you say, you look at your pictures, like where you started where, and where you got to, until you actually see the before and after. You, when I started with you, it's like, as you, I didn't think, you know, you don't think, oh, he was out of shape. Mm. None, none of us were, but as you say, the fact you said you lost three stone was three in... Half. Three and a half. Three and a half stone. The, you say you lost three and a half stone to me, it was like, it was mental. I don't think there was, was three, it? There yeah. wasn't three and a half stone to lose. Mm. And the thing is, you look at yourself, you look at yourself every day and you go, mm-hmm. I don't need to lose I don't. I, 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 I went into it thinking I only need to lose a stone. In all honesty, I thought, I went from 100 kilos, I reckon oh, I could get to 95 kilos and I'd be pretty much there. Mm-hmm. But I set my target at 90 just to be sure. I got to 90, I'm like, I still need to lose some big big numbers here. But the point you said, just as you say, seeing yourself every day, like, I remember messaging you the other week, mm. like, you were saying the change, you'd send my progress pictures were really good and you could really see it, I was just like, is there? Yeah. And so I just had a proof, like, when you put the post up the other day and you've put, obviously, where I was, I think it was one of the pictures from January, January yeah, maybe, January. compared to the one at the shoot, and it's like, shit, okay, there, yeah. is, there is change. But you say, could you see yourself every day and it's not sort of, cha- it doesn't change, and it's been a week, all changes set in, because obviously it happens as you go along. You don't notice it, because it's piece by piece, whereas you were just seeing weekly or two weekly updates, when I did send my pictures. Sorry. And then suddenly it's like, shit, okay, yeah, because you were seeing the changes in literal blocks rather than mm. pieces. So. Is, I, I, obviously, me being the PT, online coach or whatever, I, I see dozens every mm. week. And I have dozens of messages every week. I feel like crap. I've only lost a pound. Mm-hmm. I've only lost a pound. And I'm like, why are you worrying about what the scales are telling you? Yes, we want to lose weight. That is the aim of the game, lose weight. But that's not the only way to, to, to see where you're changing. Like ben, you, there were times you were messaging me. Wasn't there? I'm not really feeling it. I've only not, I'm not lost any weight. And then 
you send me your progress photos and I'm like, mm. well, look at the width of you, look at how your abs have come in and look at your arms, look at the definition. There's so many more ways to track what is going on. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole point. I think another whole point of this process of the transformation was to prove that it's not just about weight. Yes, I lost three and a half stone. People will see the headline on my YouTube and everything. Three and a half stone. It's a good way of getting people to look at your progress. You clickbaiting bastard. Oh, well, <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> but it's measurements. And yet people didn't think I, like, people saw it in my face, but they wouldn't look at my body and go, well, Chris, you've lost weight. You know, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's not the only way. But also it gets difficult. I mean, if you start, you know, if you start off at, 25% body fat yeah yeah you know you're gonna you're gonna see the changes from week to week month to month but when you're working at you know what point were we were at I don't know 10 12% maybe at the end I think, it, I think it's, it's difficult 10 to 10 yeah. 14 at most it's difficult to to see it I think without the uh, from an untrained eye yeah shall we say alright so on the day your thoughts on the day? Shit myself. Terrified. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is the know, general consensus. All the way up to it. That night before and then the day I was shit myself. Yeah. It just massively shoved me out of my comfort zone. Like, yeah. I'm one of these people who Facebook, Twitter, the only time you'll see pictures of me is when someone else has taken them and tagged me in them. And you've usually got Sambuca. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but it's just one of them I never really want to be in front of a camera, especially with the shoot that we did. I was there mm. like, oh dear God, oh dear God. And then as I say, I actually finally shared the post that you put out. And it's gone down, as I say, everyone's been really nice and said how well I've done. So it, it just gives you that boost to think, oh, okay. You know, I was crap myself. I was fully, I mean, I'm in two football group chats. I was expecting rinsing and I didn't even get it from that. Really? So, yeah, I was quite surprised. So, as I say, I was crapping myself for it, though, because mm-hmm. especially when, as I say, you look at the shape you two had got into and how Alan did, there were points where I stood there like, oh, I needed to work harder. <laughs> but then we looked at Alan, mm-hmm. yeah. and we thought, shit, we need to work harder. Then See, Alan that's looked... the problem. Comparison is a thief of joy. Because <laughs> we're shitting ourselves thinking Alan looks great, but when we look at ourselves and go, where have we come from? And then Alan looked at us and thought, huh, pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Alan caught himself in the mirror and gone, Oh, I should have worked hard on that guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's me, Tom. Uh, Alan, Alan, I think he's in love with himself. Sorry, Alan, we do love you too. Bastard. Jimbra! <laughs> bring the shirt next time. Yes, definitely bring the shirt. Um, so, I've got to admit, when I... I've, been, I've worked in gyms for years and everything. But, going into that type of gym... Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, it was Fitness Unlimited in Redditch, which um, is more of a lifter's gym, a bodybuilder's gym. It's like rugged, sweaty, like you can smell the rust as you walk in, but it, it is brilliant. It's sort of like your pure gym, you've got your bit of open space, your, your space that you can, let's say, walk in. <laughs> if there was a square inch of but, space in that gym, there'd be a weight in it. Yeah, but the yeah. pure gym's like sleek and stylish. And yeah, exactly. Pop, that one was literally... We're here to lift weights. Correct. Don't worry about the floor space. Just lift. And there was a little bit of floor space which we used at the end, wasn't it? They mm-hmm. probably use that for deadlifting. Yeah. Whereas we used it for flexing and whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I find that daunting going onto that gym floor. Yeah. And you yeah, say you look full at of, that. full of people working out. You're doing it in amongst people who are literally half a meter away from you. And Just, they're looking and at their you eyes like, are on you, the and you're there. You're there, you top off, oiled up, tensing. Tensing, yeah. It's yeah, it's. It was it, daunting because you say you walk into that kind of gym and you're seeing what they're doing. Because as you say, they are there to just lift and heavy, and it's like, and I'm about to do a photo shoot in here. But that kind of, I'd have rather done it at that one than pure gym, which sounds ridiculous because pure gym is where people do go to take mirror selfies, and they are likely to look at you and go, "Fuck's he doing?" Whereas in that gym, they're just focusing on. I should be curling 200, not 100. Yeah, it's, you know, they're pure. there to work. They're not there for any of the bullshit that you see on Instagram. They're there to Instagram work. It's everything. not just a vanity you, fair. There's not There's not really a smartphone inside, is there? No. It's in a pile down by where they are training. Mm-hmm. But they are there training. Correct. They're sweaty. Mm. They're lifting big. They're grunting. 
it's not like the pure gyms of the world or gym groups or no. David Lloyd's. It's proper gritty. And that's what for me was like, I thought I can lift big. And like, we did crossfitty kind of stuff as well, mm-hmm. leading up to it as well. So I'm like, they might be able to lift me, bench press me for about 20 reps. But I know <laughs> I can row the shit off them. I think it's... Oh. I am glad I'm not at the Pure Gym in Bromsgrove now. I think the only reason I did that was because it was cheapest and convenient, and it was like... I was, I was, I was working there, that's the only You were working there as well. Yeah, that's because... I'd never joined a gym yeah. before either, so obviously in my head it was like, well, it makes sense to do it. Yeah. And I hated it. Because mm-hmm. everyone had the same mindset. It was always round in there, and there were some people like just on the machine, just leaning on them, chatting. It's like, just fuck off, get out of the way. And work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that became frustrating, but... Going back, as you say, going back to the shoot itself, it, I did enjoy doing it in the end. I came back from it like I really actually fucking enjoyed that. Mm. Still, terrified, still terrified when the pictures were going to come out from it. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I remember like thinking, I think it must have been after the first set we did, first set of photos, the first round, whatever. Mm. That kind of dread, I almost like kind of forgot where I was a little bit. I don't know if that was the same mm. everyone else. It, I I sort of like, it was it kept, relatively quiet though, wasn't because, it? Because mm. it, yeah, but it was for the first set and then it got busier. But I remember like not feeling as anxious, not feeling as like, oh my god. And even though we were doing things, so we popped our cherry, wouldn't it? It's like yeah, once it was done, <laughs> it was sort of like, well, I'm out here, I've got my shirt off. Mm. I mean, that's a step, big step for anyone. Isn't it? Yeah. No, I do see what you said. As you say, but first, it sort of like eased a little bit, which well, I didn't expect. And like, I remember thinking to myself, oh, actually, no. Because well, I think we were as terrified all as this was, and there's awful. I think nine words is what nine or ten words. What are other people going to think of me, and what are the people going to say? I don't know. Count them up. It's nine. nine. <laughs> There's awful words. Mm-hmm. What are they going to think, and what are they going to say? They could have thought what they wanted, but they didn't say a thing because they just got on with it. And I think certainly for the ladies that did it, like my Mrs. Laura and Ben's Mrs. Daisy, they were shitting themselves because. Mm-hmm. They weren't trying to go there ripped or anything. They weren't trying to be there in bikinis, but they were there because they lost weight and got in good shape. Mm-hmm. And for them to go into any gym and take any photos of themselves, I think was huge. Mm-hmm. And certainly from Laura's perspective, she went out there with her trousers on and just a sports bra. Uh, I never, ever, ever for a million years thought Laura would ever do anything like that. Mm-hmm. And to see her confidence go that sky high... I couldn't have been prouder. <clears throat> Point out for those people who don't know, Laura is Mike's wife. Yeah, she'll do. She'll do. She's a keeper. <laughs> We're watching football in the background. She's a keeper. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, I couldn't have been prouder of her. And I'm sure you felt the same way about Daisy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She would, yeah, she's not one for drawing attention to herself. Same with Laura. Like that. And also, I think what people... the background, don't they? I think, well, not people don't realise, but like, you don't think about it at the time until you see it, that a photo shoot is so much more than just someone pointing a camera at you. The setup that goes with it you 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 bound to draw attention because you've got Lighting, screens yeah. and like the flash and everything and, and it's like you can't just conspicuously hide in a corner and someone just snapping away. I when you're there, you're there. Empowering though as well, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I felt great. Once I saw the first few, I was like, oh, he's made me look good there. I've I've obviously worked hard to get there, but shout out to Mac, by the way. Yeah, Mac was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um we'll we'll tag him on it, we'll put the tag his Instagram handle on the uh, description but he's definitely worth a look mm-hmm. um, but I felt great I know Laura after her first set because he made it quite clear that he wanted them to feel sassy and sexy didn't he Daisy mm-hmm. and Laura and I think they kind of enjoyed it seeing us slot I think certainly Laura kept coming I'll oil you up Mike don't worry I'll oil you it was like oh, no. she knew what she was doing <laughs> oh she knew <laughs> I think as you say though allude into Ben's point as well once they enjoyed it because after that first round was done you've walked in front of the camera do this light light set up flash mm-hmm. pictures mm-hmm. done you walk out second time comes around it was like okay what do I need to do do again yeah you know once you've got the first it's the same with anything really once you yeah. get the first time out of the way once you realise no one really gives a shit even then you know they may mm-hmm. pick it up here but, but you know, once you've done it once you've done it if they were going right. to say something they would have said something yeah. exactly and as you say you was proud of Laura for how she went up and she loved it. You was proud of Daisy, how she went up, she did it. And I was proud of for... Never mind. Alan. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Alan. Jim Bro. <laughs> I'm so lonely. <laughs> uh, don't worry. Uh, Max has got a girlfriend. Her name's Pam and she has five sisters. And she, and she is... <laughs> Loomed <you>. up already. <laughs> Give her some credit. She got UK's best dinner lady the other week. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
we got off topic. <laughs> yeah, well, um, but as you say, they did enjoy it. I think we all did, and as you say, the night that followed it as well. After God, the blowout week after it was oh, fantastic. Well, well, we went out to the Ming Moon All You Can Eat Buffet in Birmingham, and needless to say, I ate so much that it made me sick. And it made me shit through an iron needle at 50 paces for about three days, I think. I wanted to eat so much when we went there, but because obviously the last three, four, five weeks were cutting sort of, you're on 2,200, then 2,000, then 1,800, and then 1,500. My stomach had got that small. I go to this all you can eat, and I might as well have just got a takeaway from Mr. Wong down the road. <laughs> yeah. It was just, I was well, like, this is really irritating. Other takeaways are available. <laughs> <laughs> in, in hindsight, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't book it. I shouldn't have booked it that night. I should have booked it. The we were all after. knackered. We were bollocks. We hadn't eaten. We're in the process of the shoot. Um, you don't eat for properly probably about 12 hours, I'd say. 12, uh, you do 12 16. hours starvation. You do, well, in the build-up, you do these months and months of bulking and building. Then you do the months and months of cutting back. And then the last few weeks gets pretty brutal where you cut it back entirely. Eating yeah. nothing, eating well. Yeah, and then you eat, And then you eat nothing for 12 hours. And then you have to do this whole day basically doing a six seven hour long workout functioning off nothing but water and shit as in haribo pringles you know crap yeah. that you've cut out suddenly you're encouraged driving for an inter- and that's all you functioned on yeah. all day and it was also the dehydration as well oh that was because grim. we dehydrated for I, I think i dehydrated for 16 hours i think it was something like that yeah um no so i think i think it was the dehydration that was 12 hours not the the, um, the eating i stopped the eating about so it was at 11, wasn't it, the shoot? I stopped eating at 5. Yeah, I think five it was a case of have your dinner, sort of 5, 6 o'clock. High carbs, and so then I had chips. I went straight for chips. Yeah, and then it was fast. And then dehydration was 12 hours, so no, it was literally like, have, you, have a glass of water before bed, Bang. have nothing until you're there. Yeah. That was the most brutal bit. And the worst bit. thing was, we had to have a high-salt mm-hmm. diet that last day. Just dehydrate well. you more. So, and the reason, for those of you who don't know, for the reason is, it's kind of sucking in... Your skin creates a vacuum around your muscles, so if you got down to that low body um, fat, it sucks it in and it makes them pop just a little bit more. That's Max um, advice he gave us on that one. Um, but as you say, like anyone who thinks going to this photo shoot, doing a bit of tensing and snap count, it's not that like standing there and being told go on tense it. It's like if I tense any harder, I'm going to shit myself. Like you, <laughs> you're doing a workout as it is, but being to do the Force tensing with it and holding it and holding it, you know, you're almost stopping breathing and, and, and you're working think, out between keeping the pump. Yeah, the exactly. Like, I it think was Alan functioning had off way me. too much pre-workout because he crashed something chronic. Really? Oh, he crashed on the way home. He crashed. Oh, Alan. Oh, bless him. <laughs> but Alan, when he did it, was he was like a dog with two man, dicks. man possessed. He, he was training. He was doing every little bit of training. And he kept challenging. He challenged me to a pull-up off. What gets me about this? So I want to dive in at this point. I remember speaking to you, saying like, "Oh, everyone's doing this, doing that." And I, I mentioned Alan at one of our sessions. You went, "He's not changed massively. You know, he's doing well. He's not that much." Then he got to the shoot, took his shirt off, and my instant reaction was, "Fucking hell! <laughs> not changed that much." Last time I did him was when we was playing football, and obviously, I oh know obviously we weren't doing skins with shirts, but it was like, "That's not changed." <laughs> But um, yeah, he kept he kept challenging me to um, like mm. hang hangs what well, hang tough. Yeah, hang tough essentially. Mm-hmm. How long can we hang for? And he was loving it. Wasn't it sort of do the pull up to your elbows at ninety degrees and then, and then hold hold it, hold it for five, uh, like ten seconds, then five pull ups, hold it for ten seconds. I beat him. I wasn't gonna. I'm the PT. I got. You got too much pride. Yeah, <laughs> I'm PT. I've got ego. I need to win. <laughs> too, much, too much reputation damage yes. at risk. I can't let one of my clothes. He, he already looked better than me. Can't, <laughs> so, can't do a rebrand and have a client be better. Yes, true. <laughs> he looks better. He's not going to be better. Be better. <laughs> Further disclaimer, as we say, we do love Alan a lot. Yes, we're jealous. That's all it is. <laughs> he used every single bit of equipment in that gym. Yes. Alan completed the gym <laughs> on that day. <laughs> Even even the hip thrust machine. He turned into a gym shark bunny. No. He's like, oh, I want to have a go on that. <laughs> that was definitely the last bit of kitty ant used. He stood there counting, going, one, two, three, four. I've not yeah. used that one. 
Mac, take a photo. And whilst, he, whilst leaving it all over the gym. And let me tell you, he did ask Mac, because he said, my right arm is bigger than my left arm. Can you shoot from this angle, please? And Alan, you know I've taken the piss out of you. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. I didn't know it until he told me after the shoot, and I was like, you brat. <laughs> Not entirely sure, obviously, who this pod will go out to, but as you say, when it's like my right arm's bigger than my left, it's like, oh, it's just immature yeah, there's, jokes. There's, there's so much. The there. pieces are there. Like, it'll just let your mind he's, put them. He's married. T- That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm let your mind quietly. Jesus. Just let your mind put those pieces together, and we've probably come to the same conclusion. Yes. Um, so, in conclusion, Alan is a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> We'll go into a bit of Q&A now. Now, this is your you two chance to ask me, the PT, any question that's come up. It could be anything. Um, I've also got some bits on my Instagram which I'm going to bring up about from what people have sent in. Sounds good. Can I start? I was going to say, are we allowed to do do direct on-the-spot questions at each other? Yeah, fire away. Lovely. I've got a belter to start with. Oh, here we go then. Here we go. The fat. Oh god, I'm panicking. Who are you most proud of? Oh, myself. Fuck you. He, he got in there. I was going to say he's jumped the gun on. I was going to say you can't see yourself or Laura, but there. Uh, I beat you to the punch there. Right, I've got one here. What's the difference between? Oh, what did it say? Uh, what's the difference between high calorie and sins? So, for sins, that is something to do with Slimming World. Yeah, that's just literally when you have crap like, oh, I had a wedge of fudge cake. Yes, but... Like... (laughs) This is, this is utter bullshit. I'll be covering it in a live (laughs) video on Monday on my Instagram. But... The difference between high calorie and sins is no. Because if you look at, you can have unlimited pasta mm-hmm. with Slimming World. Every day you could eat as much pasta as you like. You tell me where in the, where in the world in balance, a balanced, healthy diet, that comes in. It, it doesn't. And the worst thing about Slimming World, I'm going to go on a rant. The worst buckle, thing about buckle up, everyone. Slimming World consultants know fuck all about nutrition. And I'm willing to have Slim and World consultants come on here and comment on it because you're all talking utter shit. You're worried about weight. You're worried about what the scales are saying. You're not worried about education of each and every one of your members. Everyone who comes with me learns about protein, carbs, fats, and balance and being able to live your life. So Slim and World, you're full of shit. I'm going to exempt myself from commenting on that because I know we used to have a family friend who was a Slimming World rep. <laughs> Don't give a shit, she talks shit. She talks shit. Mike Foster's views on Dennis' right now, I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, I've got another one. How to look gorgeous for a photo shoot. And this is from Mac, the photographer. Well, the easy way to look gorgeous for a photo shoot Get abs is... and tattoos. <laughs> Sign up for a program with Mike Foster Fitness. <laughs> can't argue. Oh, that's that. There's no, so I was going to say we can't sit here and argue against it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not Photoshop. No, I, I wish it was. I wouldn't know how to tense so much. <laughs> Try not to shit myself. All right, go for it. Any more? Any more? I'm just going to bring up some more. All the silence is going. Oh gone. no, I've got. One. I've, I've got, got a few, but I'm just. I've got one, but no, don't. You can both answer, or just one you can answer. Obviously, for me, when I started with Mike, obviously, I got a name at the time, which then changed. I'm not, we won't go into it, it's not Dear Deirdre. That oh, changed. But it could be. It could be it could another be. day. Yeah, that's a different podcast. Altogether. Yeah, that, that could be a long time. I was going to say, that changed, and then changed again. It's like there were points when you when I start thinking, like, I can't bother, what's the point? Was there, any, was there, was there ever a time or a point where you pair thought, I'm struggling, I can't be bothered, what's the point? Obviously, you as PT, it seems like it's obvious that, no, because it's my profession. But, I mean, about the shoot or in general? Just in general. Obviously, obviously, once we Every got, day. Once, oh, yeah. once we got the shoot, it's like it's a deadline to aim yeah, for. Yeah, Was yeah. there ever a point when you thought, fuck this, I'm going to drop out? Every fucking day. Yeah. Really? Every day. Yeah. It's, it's discipline. 
it is all discipline. Fuck. And once you get past that point of, because it's always you always have self doubt, mm-hmm. and I every day is like, fuck, this is hard work. Is it really fucking worth it for ten percent body fat, eight percent body fat? But what was it that made you think I can't be bothered? Because obviously, it's, certain people will just go, as you say, the effort to put in, it's too hard work, the it's the cost to, for them, or just... to be disciplined. Or just other things that go on where you just I think... I wanted a kebab. Mm-hmm. I wanted a pizza. I wanted a Chinese. Fair. And granted, up until about eight weeks, I was having it. Mm-hmm. But because I came from... Me and the wife, we were coming from a... Oh, we'll just get a takeaway. Mm-hmm. Oh, we were having one before the 18 weeks. Then we were having one every week, one every two weeks. It was getting harder, and it got better. The re- how it got better for me was I found food that I enjoyed that were good, mm-hmm. and I found alternatives to food. Like I love mayonnaise. That probably what got me fat. So I'd have a shitload of it. I was getting skinny sauce, co sweet chili sauce, mm-hmm. zero calories, and I was like on bulk.com and Great protein. Stuff. You're getting the sources that are zero calorie, and I was finding um, barista zero calorie syrups. It was, and then I found Huel, and I really loved the Huel. It's a bit pricey, but I loved it. So I found the thing that made it easier for me was food. And it, it, let's face it, for me, being a PT, training was never an issue. It was always diet. And then being the challenge of being knackered, because I've been Flynn, newborn. He was, when we started, he was four months old, three months old. Mm-hmm. So I was having broken sleep. Everything was knack. I was knackered all the time. So that was, for me, it was mm-hmm. hard like that. What about you, Ben? What? It's the same. I think I think you, every, people that do these shoots professionally, you see them, magazines, whatnot, on the internet, even influencers on Instagram, it's their, that's their life, isn't it? That's that, What they do is just go to the gym, work out whatever, but we all have jobs. I mean, we had to do all this whilst holding down jobs. The last four weeks when we were eating basically nothing, no energy, it, the temptation to give up it, it was, was was massive. Um, I had, I've had two well, more wobbles than I cared to think about actually. Not because of anything related to training, just purely mindset, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah. yeah. I think I think back to it now, right now, and just the amount of times I was just like, is this, like you say, is it worth it? And now, I'm, addicted to that feeling of fit me up but I can't if I don't train I get ratty mm. a lot of my life is revolving around food but now because we're on a bulk it's not so strict although we do have a calorie target to get there it's a lot easier mm. I'm I can't not track no. so if I go to a subway I will have to look what the calories are what the protein is I'm addicted to that feeling I love it Mm-hmm. Like my, Laura absolutely hates it because I'm like I can't eat that I'm really near I've got to have something low calorie or I need to eat a bit more because I need some more calories in there I love it what about you you, you posed the question what about you what was yeah, wobbles I mean, for you as I said the wobbles for me were obviously just the thing that I don't think was it might have been brushed on to be fair I know we've just said it but I promise I'm listening that's how <laughs> I think it, it's just things outside of just the energy levels and eating wanting to eat shit and obviously to me outside things like work and other personal things do have an effect where you just think it's not just can't be bothered with PT it's just couldn't be bothered with anything yeah which yeah. I know sounds very deep and soulful but it <laughs> it really does rock you from wanting to think oh, what's the fucking point it's for one day can't be asked yeah and it just became so easy to just pack up and the thing is people do that and it snowballs into a week yeah uh, two mm-hmm. weeks you spend, oh, I'll spend, spend the new year. It's it's yeah. July. <laughs> I'll start on Monday. Yeah. yeah. You spend whatever thirty years of it, not thirty years. Whatever, whatever, whatever yeah. your adult life, whatever portion of your adult life, having coping mechanisms, and for so many people that's food or alcohol. So you have a, you have a shit day. You come home. Oh well, fuck it. I'm gonna have a beer. I'm gonna have two beers. I'm gonna have a takeaway. Yeah. And all of a sudden you can't do that, and you know, really test it. It really is testing your sort of resilience mentally yeah to, 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 to mm-hmm. want to do it and fair yeah, to all of us because we all did it yeah. and it's like and I'm, to be fair the thought of I obviously we're bulking now but the thought of cutting is it's scary it's, it's, it's like mm. the thought of having to do all that again it's just like yeah. oh but my god the fact that we are a lot further a lot like I'm 87 kilos I started 13 kilos heavier than what I 
and now to cut five, six, seven kilos, piece of piss. I could do that in seven weeks. Fair. I could do that in probably four weeks. And I'll, it's about eight weeks out from the next shoot in November. I'll, I'll be cut. Well, start of October, I'll be cutting. Mm-hmm. Maybe a week into September to give me a little bit. But I'll be doing um, like a Huel challenge. So I'll just eat Huel for two weeks, stink the place out. <coughs> Sorry, Laura. Yeah, I do apologise, love. <laughs> uh, actually, she is right questioning my missus as. What's been the hardest part about the diet and then the exercise for each of you? Now, I think we covered the diet, haven't we? I was going to say, yeah. Pretty, pretty, yeah. But the, the training, what was the hardest bit? Now, I want to hear this because this is what the exercise I gave you. Mm. And I, I, could, Matt, I think I know what yours is. Go on. I think yours is anything to do with the bullfrog. Yeah. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know what the bullfrog is, have a look on my Facebook, Instagram. It's a weird contraption that looks like something... A torch contraption. It's an ironmongered murder piece of shit. It's all legs, it's all abs, it's horrific, but it's bloody effective. Mm -hmm. That's what we, it's kind of a long running joke because Max hates the bullfrog. That's why we call this the bullfrog pod. (laughs) Because of our, well, I say mutual hatred, you obviously love love it. it. I don't know about you, Ben, but I was just, you'd walk in to say to me, all right, Mike, and you'd see it, and you'd think, you piece of shit. I mean, I think we both have PTSD from the time we were taken into the field. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. God. Being told to get on this bit of kit. I think there's still the videos up from a while ago. Which oh, yeah, they're on there. I was going to say, for context, if they want to know a thing, drop the request in. But it was being on this bit of kit and doing the length of a football field and back on it with tension bands on it. Like, oh, God, it was... People walking their dogs like, what is going on? Literally. And the thing is, I don't know what is happening. You did, your, you did a half and then had a break. Mm-hmm. And then did the next half, had a couple of breaks in between. Mm-hmm. I was like, right, okay, I'll, I'll put it back. And I was like, phew, gone. No, I, literally, I, literally, <laughs> like, I, I know this, this is my shit. I, I was going to say, I literally turned around like, right, where's it go again? Oh, he's on the edge of the box on the other end of the field. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> from the far end of the field. So for Ben had a very different experience because he trained with me. So he, I don't know whether you thought you had to try and keep up at times. Or, yeah, I, I, I know, there's some, certain times I had to try and go, I need to go a bit harder because you're pushing. You were pushing me. Yeah, to the I know. Because I, I was like, "Shit, he's he's." I only, only learned this the other week. I took an interest in this. I didn't realise just how often you were training. Obviously, you've got your own sessions, but how often you were training with Mike as well? It was like every session, wasn't it? It was every session. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. You were doing four, it what, five, four, five, six times a week. I was like, "Madman, fair yeah, play." Yeah, but yeah. I didn't. But know, I didn't realise how often you were doing he it. He pushed me. Like I was, I couldn't have been as fit as I was without Ben. Mm-hmm. Well, as I say, because I see you once, but then I'm in the gym two or three other times in the week as well. I didn't realise you were training with Mike five times a week. Yeah, bloody hell. Because we, like, I train with you on occasion now, don't I? Yeah. Like yesterday we trained. Together it is good, as you say, because we push one another. When you're by yourself, it's like obviously we use um trainerise and you've got your best on anything. Oh, push it a bit more. But when we're around each other, it's like rather than just going up, doing two sets of what you can, and then a final set of pushing yourself you do one set of what you can and then push it some and then push it some more you know you're doing and step think, each time and I think people miss this so with online coaching I do online coaching when you've got the PT they're training with you or a PT in general with you they can go right up it come on it's a little bit more of a put like pull your finger out and yeah. go a bit harder or just tweaking it say right instead of doing this we're going to do a drop set we're going to do this we're going to do that it's too easy to give up when you're on your own. And I can remember thinking that, I remember a time actually in Pure Gym where we were in that back studio and we did, shit, what was it? It's a rowing, was it? 30-30 yeah. row. Yeah, and we kept going. And, and I was, we, did, we did a whole, it was a horrible no, session. We did a 2K row and then we did 30-30 But you were tests. like shouting at me, I remember like. 30-30, that's like just literally. Going on, 30 off. off. Yeah. And I had, I had a time already in Archon at the time and I remember like, I was coming towards it and I had, it was, it was going to be close and you were like, in I my ear, you as well. it's like, go push it, push it, and uh, yeah, I remember like falling off the rower, like yeah. crumpling on the floor, and like you, you don't do that on your own. You're not no. going to do that. And it, to be fair, there was you just slid off it because yeah. it was so treacherous sweat. Very right. quick, very quick side note: Everton. If Everton somehow get anything out of this Chelsea game, I'll be amazed. <laughs> yeah, that kit is sexy. To be fair. It's a decent show, considering the name gone out and out number nine. Aspen Laqueta, Thiago Silva, and Kula Bali being at the combined age of over 100. Yeah, it blows off Chelsea season. 
<laughs> I'm right. So, I think I think we've got one more question. We went a bit off topic. What's been the ultimate mo- motivation that has kept you going through this journey? Photo shoot. Being the best shape I've ever been in. To keep it simple. I think. I like, don't know if mine's motivate. I, I don't think there's any motivation. Mine was just knowing. I had to do, you have to be there somewhere with mm. your shirt off, knowing it was going to be in a public gym with people around. That was that was what kept me going. Yeah. Like, I don't feel I don't know if that's really motivation or if that's just fear. <laughs> fear, <laughs> fear-based motivation, maybe. I don't know. I think as I said, like motivation when I first started it was different to what it was, and then based on recently, like it changed again, and now even more recently, it's changed again. I'm like the motivation keeps switching for me, but the biggest thing is, I just want to get in better shape really Games. I think like you say Ben there's no really sort of end goal to it it's just no. I know I can look better and I want to look mm. better get better than you were yesterday and yeah basically that. I'd like to say there is an end goal sort of I'm aiming for this but at the moment that's why I signed up to the shoots because it's like it's nice to have a goal to aim for yeah. I'd keep doing it and I'd keep on top of it and if people are like oh what is it that keeps you going it's like you just want to Keep fit. I could, I could very easily chasing that rush, aren't you? It's yeah. a bit like someone when they're an alcoholic, they hit the booze, hit the booze. They need it takes them longer to get drunk, or people are addicted to drugs. They they constantly after that mm-hmm. rush, and it gets harder to get that. So they have to yeah. keep going down that rabbit hole. You to be honest, when it comes to exercise and everything, it's a bloody good rabbit hole to go down because mm-hmm. at the end of it, you're going. People might go, oh, addicted to the gym. You absolute sad act. I'd rather be addicted to that. I love, I get such a rush on going out training now. Yeah, exactly. Being addicted to the gym is better than, oh, I don't know, heroin. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's quite a good comparison. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> right, so, should we go for any other business? Yep. Right, so. Who wants to start? This, this any other business is just things that have taken our fancy. Hopefully it's within the kind of. It's sort of just away from the main point of the pod. It's just literally. What general, pisses us off or what is Just general discussion, what, what's going on in the week. Yes. Um, or just a general qualm, sort of. You know what grinds my gears? Yes, and I will start, and oh, I'll God. probably get hammered for this. Oh, God. I got a thing on Sky Sports, the Sky Sports app, mm. come through about transgender athletes being rejected from women's rugby. Oh, we're being cancelled after one episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got nothing. I'll start, I'll start with the caveat, as everybody like this will do is I've got nothing if you want to be whatever you want to be do it go for it I'm happy for you that that's the way you identify and you're able to be it but if you're a man transitioning from a woman and you go into a women's sport especially one of rugby where it's so physical yeah the women are strong as but they're stronger than us mm-hmm. but when you have a man who transitions from a woman who's had 20 odd, 30 odd years of testosterone pumping through their veins, mm-hmm. it's a disadvantage for the women. They're a clear advantage. Yes, they would have all the gene therapy and everything, but, or whatever it is, the, high, the hormone therapy, you cannot put a man, it'd be like putting me in against women. Mm-hmm. I'm a trained individual who's strong. You put in, yes, they can go, like I said, they go through the hormone therapy, but it's still unsafe. And I'll go down to the physio- physiological route. A man's hips are completely different from a woman's. They are straight up. So you've got to think of a bowl, and a bowl is sat straight up. The transference of weight is easier from the floor to the upper body and the core. The, the way the muscles connect to the hips and everything, it means there's a stronger transference of weight. That's physiologically speaking. A woman's is naturally a bit wider at the bottom, and it's you've got to think of the bowl slightly tipped forward. So if there's water in it, it could just the water might be seeping out, kind of thing. And that is whether there's some people out there who like it or not, for the purpose of childbirth. Mm-hmm. And the transference of weight from that, because it's tipped up, there's a slight further arch of the lower back, it's not as strong. You can, I don't get me wrong, women are strong. I know some strong-ass women. But you can't throw a man who's transitioned from a woman to into a woman into a woman's rugby team. It's just not right. 
especially when they'll be training and they still will have testosterone somewhere and they've had that testosterone in their system. It's just not, it grinds my gears when people say, oh, they should be allowed to. I think they should have their ability to play rugby, but have a transgender rugby team. I was going to say, it's finding that balance because they, they can't go in the women's team because obviously it's a lot of the officials just go, well, no, because of, like you, brushed on like some of the science behind it yeah. and biology of it. But then they can't go in the men's team because, well, they don't, they don't identify as that now. Exactly. But it's a case of, as you say, like having the trans teams makes sense, but yeah. it's, is there enough a- athletes to warrant it? Which I'm sure there is, as I say, I don't fucking know, I'm not going to act like I do. Yeah. But it is, as you say, it's a very it's touchy a, subject. It's a touchy so. subject, but it should be quite... I don't think it should be. A, I don't think there should be any grey area. It's black and white. Because there was quite a bit of flap in America. There was a swimmer, was it? Oh, I don't know. I, don't I think know. there was a swimmer, and they transgender. They went into the women's, and then one of them chucked out. Because I think they won like a couple of the qualifying heats. And I mean, when I say won, I don't mean like they won it by a fingertip. I mean they pissed it by like seven, eight, nine seconds. Oh. Which in swimming is the equivalent of like a calendar month. Hmm. And there's a, there was that woman um, from I see, New Zealand in the weightlifting. Yes. And she tra- a man transitioned to a woman, and she didn't win. I don't think she posted. I think I remember seeing that actually. I don't think she, she posted a weight. Did she? Fifth or sixth. Or I was going to say she didn't. Um. So fair play for transitioning, and I think it's great that they they were thinking like that. Mm-hmm. But if you've had testosterone, you've been. They were training as a man. From what I know, I don't know this. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but if you've been training as a man as a weightlifter and then you go into the women's, and I'm not saying women should should get beat by men, but you would at least place. I don't think she placed. I don't even mm-hmm. think a sixth, I think, would be... She got This woman got absolutely blitzed. I think, as you say, when it comes to, like... There are, as you say, there is definitely women stronger than me. That's just fact. But when it comes to professionally trained levels there's normally quite a gap yeah as I say I'm not trying to cause bother but it's like if you look at the football or and just like the pace of it and physicality of it and as you say with the weight well that's not going to that as you that's, say, that's with, another one for any other business <laughs> but as you say like with the weightlifting as well and the swimming it's just when they're trained to a professional level yeah there is generally a bit of a gap in certain sports than others mm. so but as you say it's a, it's a very touchy subject you have to sort of trade carefully around it yeah let's not talk about it anymore because we'll get cancelled it's the first one we've delayed it by a couple of months let's not get cancelled when we finally get round to it <laughs> shall we <laughs> right I think we're done then aren't we lads I think we're about there yeah for the first one hallelujah we thought it would come around at about Christmas even though we planned it for what, June? June, yeah. <laughs> I remember you put something out saying, two weeks, we're going to be here. And it's about and here we are, two months later. Two months. <laughs> right, so thank you for listening, if you've even got this deep, because we are way longer than we thought we would be. Um, if you could like, subscribe, share it on social media, um, we'll be covering loads of different subjects. Um, I think we're, we're going to be having some interviews as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll definitely have some others on to have a chat with and other things to discuss and obviously drop in any questions subjects yes. you'd like us to questions Definitely. to answer subjects to discuss Definitely. you want to chuck in something on any other business just to get us talking ask us what we think of something and if you want to say how much of a misogynist and arsehole I am I get it <laughs> I'm trying to cause trouble <laughs> right thank you for listening and yeah, we'll see you soon see you soon chaps bye bye